This is Doc Jones, the resource investor. I'm here today with Amarita Resources with the CEO, David Gower, talking about the uh, <coughs> recent news release as of today of uh, the expansion of the Lanfanta deposit at the IBW project in uh, Andalusia, Spain, in the Iberian Pyrite Belt, where they announced some pretty, pretty impressive drill results, as well as the addition of three more drill rigs to the project. Uh, as well as we're going to address some of the um, the fake news that had been out there regarding the Asna Collier uh, legal battle, uh, which should be coming to a conclusion fairly soon. Um, hi, David. How are you? Hi. How are you? Nice to, nice to talk to you again, Doc. Uh, nice to see you, too. So uh, so today you had uh, some drill results out. These were uh, expansion drill results. This, these were step, right. step outs yeah. to the west, was it? Uh, oh, oh, north. To the north. Right. So um, it seems there is a um, uh, you crossed a fault there that has kind of split the, uh, the I guess the lens into into the north and the south, uh, and you hit in hole seventeen there was uh, almost twelve meters of over ten percent zinc equivalent, hole twenty three uh, a little over five meters of twenty one percent zinc equivalent, uh, hole twenty one five point five meters of almost thirteen percent zinc equivalent. Um, so and and th- these 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 are all uh, basically under a hundred meters in depth, with the exception of hole twenty one, which is at one hundred fifty meters in depth. Um, how does that relate to what the data you got from the EM survey recently, seeing the conductor plates going uh, vertically below four hundred meters? Uh, um, so how how does how does that how does that look for further expansion of this deposit? So. Speaking to the guys in the field, uh, basically what we, what we've, we believe we've seen now is, is there's a reverse fault, uh, that's, that's offset the mineralized zone. So now we have the south block, which is the only thing that was drilled historically. And now we've identified what we call this north block and, and, and there's a reverse fault. They're, they're actually the same, uh, same deposit, but there's a reverse fault that has faulted the depth extension of the deposit closer to surface. So in fact, we were stepping back expecting to intersect the zone at depth and we actually hit it at shallower depths than than we expected. And then because of of the way it's up faulted, holes continued and and actually hit hit the depth extension of, of the original lens as well. So, in those three holes, there are actually two intercepts uh, in each hole. So it, it's very interesting from an economic perspective in that more ore is closer to surface, uh, and this is, was never uh, recognized before. And and um, close to the fault, of course, the reverse faults are, are compressional uh, structures, if you will. That's a technical term, but essentially these are the type of faults that you have when you're building mountain mountains, when you're pushing, uh, uh, blocks of rock together and and they, they uplift. Um, and, and so the result of that is we're mixing a bit of wall rock with the sulfides. So the grades are rather than the the sort of 17 to 20% zinc and and two to three, 4% copper grades that we were seeing, in the south block, close closer to the fault, we're seeing still extremely good grades, as you point out, but maybe a little less than than what we would see away from it. 
So our expectation is that is that we will see this as we step away from default now, uh, we'll see those grades reestablished because essentially the tenor of the sulfides is the same. It's very high grade. And mm-hmm. really what determines the grade is how much wall rock you have within, within those zones. So that's the first thing. Um, what we see in the in the north block, the new block, is that it's it looks like it's dip, dipping a bit steeper, and that actually corresponds very well with the geophysical interpretation for the the conductor plate, and it looks to be very continuous based on uh, what we've done, but what little we've done on on it to date. Um, but we do expect this 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 to continue now to several hundred meters depth there, 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 there is perhaps an opportunity that it will be faulted up again on another fault uh, we, we don't have evidence for that yet but at, at, the, at the very least with the steeper dips it, it'll certainly be very good for mining and uh, as we move away from from the fault we should see the grades really re-established to that very high grade level so we're, we're pretty excited by what we see and uh, honestly the tonnage that we put together uh, people are care to calculate. I mean, I'm not allowed to disclose these kind of things because they're they're not done to a 43-101 standard. But obviously, like like any anybody doing this kind of work, you do kind of keep a score. We're, we're very very happy with what we've been able to do with the last few months. We're we're probably ahead of where you would have expected to be. Yeah, I've, I've done. This is a really <laughs> key key thing I will say is we we've been tied up. And this this was something we did not see coming. By hunting season, of all things, for the last almost six weeks. Yeah. So we've been limited, really, uh, and, and thankfully, the, the, you know, that the local landowners were were happy to have us continue to work there. But they, at their request, we did not step out along strike either to the east and west. And it is a, an active hunting area. These are low uh, low yield pasture lands mostly where we are um but quite uh, quite abounding with uh, with various types of game and so the farmers actually you, you know they they do guides guide work and and, and bring people in and, and obviously having drills and geophysical crews it's part of it's a safety issue but the other thing is they don't want people out there chasing the game away you know for, for their clients so yeah. We're, we're trying to be good citizens, but that that ends in in uh, three more days, and, okay. and we'll start to step out and we'll re- reactivate the geophysics and and particularly to the west, um, the the next three hundred meters, which is all that we have geophysical coverage for right now. It's just it on the EM it, it lights up like a Christmas tree, and we we also have uh, historical workings there, which tell us there's mineralization there as well. And even to the east, um, it, 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 you know, it seems like it's, it's tailing a bit there, but if you step out 400 meters, there's another historical working. So the, it could be just that the east is close to one of these thrust faults, and, and, um, and that's what we see, less massive and more sort of string or semi-massive sulfides, which that's what reflects the grades. So... A lot to be told here, but this thing could get rather large. So uh, currently, then the the strike that you have um, stepping out to the west, the total strike is you have. Is it right that you have like fifteen hundred meters 
identified and then if you add in the other 400 going to the east would you have a strike of approximately 1900 meters is that correct no that's that's still the uh within the 1500 okay all right yeah but we've only really drilled within the 450 500 meters of it so far so yeah i, d I did my own modeling about well of course can't co comment on it but as far as uh, where i think you're at tonnage wise it's yeah it's probably i would say two eight to three two three 2.8 to 3.2 million tons as is right now with the work you've done. Um, Claris, um, the Claris put out a report today and, and they're guiding that their upside is uh, about 8 million tons for La Infanta, which they see as a probability, which would mean at these grades, that would be 8 billion in in situ high grade metal, metal at La Infanta. And for contacts, that would more than double the original historic value of the whole IBW property prior to any expansion drilling. And if you put, uh, in, you know, you add all that up together, you're looking at uh, IBW or La Infanta itself carrying more than just the current market cap just for that one deposit prior to going to Alcura or prior to go, going to Romanera. Or actually, I wanted to ask you about that. You're bringing in these three, three additional drills now. So uh, I guess you'll be exploring that other um, volcanic uh, massive, um, uh, massive sulfide mineral, mineralized horizon to the north where there is an anomaly, and uh, both gravity and EM that, that looks a lot like La Infanta. It's like 800 meters to the to the uh, north is is that yeah. is that a 2022 uh, first quarter kind of thing do you think or possibly yeah we we're bringing in the three drills we, we do expect uh to get the permit for romanera uh in the next few weeks uh so we, we we've had meetings with the environment department and, and that they're, they're doing their process and it's on track we understand it is a le an area with a level, level of uh, environmental protection. So, you know, we, we just have to go through the process. Yeah, yeah. And you only have to do uh, that the once. The will already be there, but we want to start accelerating the program in the area where, where we have uh, the permit. Yeah. So we can certainly do more at La Infanta. The target that you mentioned, that's 800 meters to the north, that gravity EM target will obviously be an obvious one. The... The other area is there, it's about, I believe, 1.5 kilometers to the east. Right. Right on the Infanta trend, there's another conductor that's never been drilled, which we would probably look to put some holes in as well. It's perfectly located geologically that uh, it's crying out for a, for a drill hole. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and, and just really right in the La Infanta area, just to really ramp up the pace at which we delineate that deposit i think all of those things are are, are on the are on the plan i also noticed that you um on the government website that you acquired another uh a land package that makes a total of i believe eight that have been added to the uh, ibw in the last year um so the scale and size is becoming massive i'm in, in 2022, have you had any preliminary thoughts of uh, doing any of the, the geophysical work on those adjacent land packages that surround you now that you, you've owned? Like IBW has gotten almost four times the size as far as land mass. We, 
we are putting a plan together, obviously, for that. We, we, we haven't announced it because it's not, I mean, it's on, it's on the government website. Right. And yes, we, we are going to get it. There's no, uh, the way the process works, there's no, it, it's been awarded in principle. Yeah. But I, I, I don't believe in, in sort of, Yeah, we, counting, counting your eggs until the chickens. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. The saying is, uh, there, there's still a, an administrative process to finalize the awarding of those licenses. And yeah. it's, it's, I don't know why it takes so long, but it, it seems to. And, and, um, but we have been through this numerous times now sure. in Spain, and I know it does take time, but it it will come. And and the day that we actually have the firm license and, and the clock is ticking on us to do our work that, that we will announce that those days. Yeah. But if you're right, you've done the research. There are very compelling targets already known on that, those properties. Mm. There's a small pass producer to the east or to the west, sorry, between uh, Roman era and, and the Portuguese border that had some very high grade values historically that hasn't really been worked in the modern age you know that's a very very uh, attractive target so yeah. we will definitely be uh, accelerating the program in that area yeah I, I can see i can see that in you know i say you take an 18 month window and you, you you've got the finalized stamp for these things and everything would be in trucking distance and you're looking at something that could potentially have multiple like you already have three deposits maybe four or five on IBW. There's multiple historical uh, workings and mines on these other eight land packages that basically bookend on on all, all around IBW where you, you could have, you know, six, seven, eight uh, deposits all feeding one central mill. And, and the economics of that is, you know, uh, as soon as the, the mill is paid for by the first deposit, then you could pretty much make money on, on grades that are half or a third of 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 what you have now you know which is pretty high grade like you just yeah it's yeah it, once that capital is deployed and, and the the infrastructures in production the, the present value of everything else skyrockets that's, oh yeah yeah every ton you have the reality of a mining camp you see it over and over yeah that's yeah like metogamy so many companies focus on brownfields deposits because they're yeah, once they have the highest rate of return of any because you've already got some capital to support them. Yeah, I, I have a thesis that at, at at some point in the next two years that IBW plus those land packages will be worth a lot more than the Asna Collier, but I guess we'll have to wait and see because it it's not going to take much. Like Los Feliz, the in situ high grade metal there is about twelve billion, and with my calculations on the expansion of just land Fanta, you'll exceed that. Uh, uh, without yeah. expanding Romanera or Alcira. So, uh, Just be careful, as Nacoyer is only drilled to 300 meters. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. I'm only talking the 28 million tons, but yes, you're right. And there's also the other three deposits aside from that. But just to give it context, you know, that it's, there's so much value to be unlocked. And thank God you guys are well capitalized to do that. And, and I, I wouldn't, I, I think it's worth reminding people that this, this area of the world right now, I think, is one of the premier uh, business environments for this type of activity. Yeah. In March, the, the Junta uh, 
declared through a, through a formal resolution through their parliament that underground mining in this region would be a preferred economic activity, would be permitted uh, preferentially, of course, in a first world sense. I mean, yeah. Spain's a first world country. Uh, it's not it's not going to be done irresponsibly, but they are focused on developing the industry. And, and as you're aware, the European Union, not in, in it's not a coincidence, only a week later declared the region as strategically uh, important uh, for the su- supply of strategic metals uh, to the union, because you know, through 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 the pandemic, they they got squeezed for 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 metals that they need for for their objectives, particularly re- related to where we're going with the whole uh, the whole uh, energy uh, franchise. And so they they a week later announced a three point two billion euro fund to support mining and metal metallurgical projects in this region. And so that that's a really uh, powerful combination of support. The communities already supported it. But it, it, even more than the money, it, it, it's what it does in terms of the environment to work in. And yeah. um, it, the money is welcome, no question. But uh, these projects can stand on their own if, if you can get them across the line. And uh, if there if there's financial support there, so much the better. But honestly, uh, just being in an environment that's supportive, uh, it, it means you save years. Yeah. You know? And with the extra drills coming on, that will certainly expedite getting to the 43101 on... Um on IBW, uh, which will certainly put you in that zone f- to qualify for the the Euro fund of those uh, 3.4 billion over four or five years that they're setting up for advanced projects, um, which is a really, really wonderful thing too. You know, uh, anytime a company can get money for free <laughs> to, do, to, do, to do their exploration and development or, or get a strategic partner in an offtake agreement with uh, the Eurozone, uh, that 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 certainly uh, certainly adds a lot of value that ordinarily you wouldn't find in any other uh, jurisdiction. Um, it's another one of the valuable uh, data points that, that brought me into this uh, investment originally. Um, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I keep going back sometimes to Masta. You know, like with 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 just the expansion of of Land Fanta, we're gonna have. A land package with identified an identified resource that it, that is double, basically double the grade of Masta's and more tonnage. And they were bought out for one point eight billion. Without the infrastructure, they got about one three, one point three billion. You know, and here we are at a market cap of, of four hundred and eighty million US. You know, almost a third of what they got when ours is going to be twice the grade and much larger uh it's a little context for people listening you know this this is part of my my downside hedge of 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 my investment thesis is that as it is what they own right now is worth three times the market cap and that's owned 100 percent with no royalties and is still open for vast expansion uh we haven't even talked about the nuevo tintillo uh package uh, which you guys, I think, are planning on. You're doing work on now, and in 2022, we'll probably have a lot more work. Um, 
I was wondering if if, uh, if you could just refresh people on the attributes of that land package. Nuevo Tintillo is, is, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought it up because we, at this point, uh, it, it has zero value in the company. Yeah, I don't think anyone... We have a, we, I don't even think we have a slide on it in our, in our deck at this stage. But it's 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 a bit earlier stage, but it's it's uh, it's a fantastic property. We're just getting started on it, and we, we will start to, to uh, socialize it uh, next year. If you if you look at its its uh, its location, it's it's on the main uh, stratigraphic trend. So you've got first quantum's operation which is a, about eight kilometers from Aslan Coyer, which Aslan Coyer is much bigger, but First Quantum is also a very valuable uh, deposit. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Nuevo Tintillo, which is bigger than all of these projects. Eight, we have 18 kilometers of strike with eight, uh, at least eight known mineral occurrences some of which were small pass producers along that eight, 18 kilometers. And then you go a little further along strike and you hit the Rio Tinto project, which is now owned by uh, Atalaya out of the UK. Rio Tinto, I think, I may be wrong, but I, I believe it's the largest uh, volcanogenic mass of sulfide ever discovered in the world. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's low grade, but it's, 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 well, in my experience, at least, it's the biggest. And then you go a little further along strike, and you're at Agos Tinidas. So yeah. this is by far, other than Neves Corvo in Portugal, which is that the one deposit, but mm. the most valuable of them all, this is by far the most productive horizon in the Iberia Pirate Belt. Yeah, well, and we have 18 kilometers of it. Yeah. It hasn't been worked in modern times. Yeah, and it has past We're producing. We're going to light this thing up next year, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I was looking in uh, some of the historical data. There's uh, a bunch of the, the, the old mines there that uh, they're stated that they were producing at you know, 5% copper, these shallow shallow pits from the, I don't know, whatever, the, uh, 1800s, 1700s. Yeah, well, from a century ago, there there really wasn't much of a market for zinc other yeah. than, you know, in, in brass and whatnot. Um. It was really, and, and you see that, like even Alcura, it, it's it's an older uh, development. They're looking for copper. Yeah, you know that that was that has always kind of been the the metal of choice. And and if it wasn't copper, they would be looking for lead, and that's purely for cannonballs yeah. and bullets. <laughs> yeah, and, and, <laughs> you know that, that's. And it's, it was, you know, the uh, and flashings, of course, for roofing. But yeah, the the real the real thing was, yeah, it's it's heavy and it it hits stuff with with a chunk of lead that breaks. Hmm. You know, that's that's what it was historically. Yeah, and they didn't have the metallurgy either back then to to no. to deal with the polymetallic deposits. So so something like La Infanta, uh, you know. Hundred years ago was not not mined extensively because it's polymetallic and they didn't have the technology, nor do they need the zinc or any of that stuff back then. So they just kind of left it and went for wherever they could get the native copper that was easy to separate from the rock. 
uh, in layman's terms. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to the developments there. Um, you know, uh, just for the listeners, if, if you hadn't heard before, uh, Amarita is now the third largest uh, mineral holder in the uh, Iperian pyrite belt on the Spain side, um, which is a pretty remarkable feat considering 18 months ago uh, it was the, the 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 future of the company was 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 unknown and then they won the legal battle uh, to win IBW 100% with no royalties from uh, Masta Traficera uh, and from there it's just been a steady climb as it gets re-rated uh, and then since then in the last year you've added I believe it's nine land packages including the Nuevo Tintilio. Tintilio, we actually had started on some years ago. Yeah. But But it just never got dealt with, I think partly because of the environment in, 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 uh, that that's in, uh, Sevilla state. Yeah. Which is where Esnacoyer is. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, you know, it it did get, get dealt with, uh, as, as things started to resolve themselves. And, um, but yeah, all of the other, big packages around to IBW, those are brand new, that's your point. Yeah, yeah, and they, they're all won through, uh, you know, public tender, which uh, means that uh, so, uh, the government had to say yes, which they did nine times. Uh, yeah. th- this leads me into the discussion of the uh, Asna Collier uh, uh, legal case that's going on. Um, I think most people are aware of, of at least a working knowledge of what's going on that, that uh now, six Superior Court judges unanimously agree that crimes have been committed. There's been one more added to the five. Three levels of court agree crimes have been committed and that the uh, the tender should be revoked from the other company. And uh, and there has been a, a bit of uh, fake news out there, which, uh, you know, I'm pretty active. Uh, I'm a proactive activist investor, so I like to chase these things down so people deal with just the facts. For example, there was a uh, an article, an opinion piece about the, a prosecutor in Spain who says, I don't believe there's any crimes committed and this thing should be closed. Now, for people who read that for the first time, they go, oh, my God, this is news. What they don't know, if they look empirically, this is the same prosecutor that's been saying this since 2015. He's tried seven times to get the case closed. Every time he's been balked. And recently, um, well, you can tell the story better than I can, Dave. Well, I think... You know, the key is that the, whatever the prosecutor thinks, he's not the judge. Yeah. So the the judges have the final word and and they've ruled in the opposite. And and I'm not 100% sure about this, but I I do think actually the prosecutor recently also has uh, found religion on this thing and and kind of pulled his horns in and and at the very least has, 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 uh, I wouldn't say he's retracted anything, but he's not. It's uh, not pushing that uh, narrative. Yeah, because he was he was part of aligned with the party that the socialist party that was ousted, which led to a streamlining and a anti-corruption government, which has been really productive for uh, companies like yourself to get their day in court and have the rule of law restored uh, to a certain if, degree. If you look at where most of this news comes from. It comes through more or less a single reporter, uh, yeah. a single paper. Uh-huh. And even that paper, other reporters within it 
don't report that often, but they're not always in agreement. But usually these types of reports come from one source. Um, I, I'm going to trade lightly here. I'm not going to name people or <laughs> the paper. But yeah. People can figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so, so, so there's whatever fact. their opinion is, it's their opinion. Uh, they're 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 entitled to it, but it, it's it's far from unanimous. Yeah. And our 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 approach to this has always been: why would we engage with fools? Because that's what they want. And yeah. it, it, you just add to the controversy if you do. Right. So, you know, they, they do get a, a broader voice because social media picks up this, and particularly now that the company has had some success. Sure. Uh, we have followers, and, and there's obviously people are, are closer tuned to it. But, uh, you know, I, I would just say to people, read all of it. You know, as many sources as you, as you can to make your own decisions. Um, but this this person has not been credible to date. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be less I'll be less I'll be less diplomatic and just say it in pretty much black and white. If you have six superior court judges unanimously saying the crimes have been committed. If you have all three levels of court, the lower court who recently did a, a 180, who who had been keeping this case from going to the higher court for the last number of years, they did a 180 recently where the judge there not only reopened the case, charged eight more people to make a total of 16, and then added more severe crimes on top of the crimes that Amarita had brought forth in their original doc and then said it, sent it to the higher court for trial and for the partitioning of, of, uh, of responsibility of who, who gets awarded with each crime. Like the, in Roman law, it's different than our law, right? You know, it's, it's you basically, guilt has been pretty much established. The conviction rate at this point is like 99%. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, you have to vet your sources. Um, the other piece of uh, fake news out there that people, uh, you know, regrettably had put energy into because, you know, not everyone has the resources or the inclination or the time that, that some people do to investigate these things is where the, um, there was uh, the, they had said that uh, the Grupo company was allowed to keep working on the property, right? Uh, to keep, uh, to allow them to keep planning on becoming a producing mine, which in actuality means nothing because they have to do that to maintain the tender. It's basically, to my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, currently at the Asnacolier property, you have an open pit that is full of water that hasn't been worked in decades. You have what used to be a mill that's been repurposed for something else, the the other building repurposed for something else, and the only work that's going on is basically waste management. There's no uh, mill being constructed. There's no uh, development activities going on. Um, it just seems like they're just filing a bunch of papers to make it look like they're busy doing something uh, as a tactic, for want of a better term. But is there any mining going on? No, you can't. It, none of that is going on. So, uh, is there a question in in here for you, Dave? I guess 
what do you think uh like, like you would know better than i but yeah basically what what my understanding is is there's an administrative process uh that they are allowed to follow which yeah there's no activity going on right there there is a an ngo that uh supported the case when when we first launched it that filed a, a suit against the very process of them even trying to permit anything because they don't own it. Uh, and so the, the lawsuit, the administrative lawsuit that, that's gone on, as my, I understand it, and I probably get, I'm not a lawyer, so I may get this a little bit off, but is that it, it's, there's, there's nothing administratively to stop them from doing these activities if they want to. But no, there's no development work going on. This case is just an argument about whether they're even allowed to do work that would allow them to start or, or, or engage in a permitting process. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's very odd in my view that they would want to do that because they, they certainly won't deploy capital well yeah the, the, i think you're going to lose the case why you know that would be irresponsible to your shareholders to 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 start that down that road yeah i, I do i do believe it's a little bit of gamesmanship i'm not sure what outcome they, they might want uh but perhaps perhaps they're uh they're looking for some aspect of compensation if, if they have to a- a- exit because they feel they were might have been awarded something that they weren't. But in fact, it, uh, I can say this quite clearly that through the, the, the criminal case, one of the documents that we was the court subpoenaed for over and over was actually the resolution awarding the property to anybody. And they, the government couldn't produce it. So, so, and that this is important because if they had produced it, whoever signed it would have been guilty of a crime. So, and under the terms of the tender, the other party also had 60 days to sign it back and, and agree to the terms of the tender. And there's no, nobody under numerous subpoenas from numerous courts could produce that document either. So, Essentially, so they this meant, is a smoke and mirrors exercise. So, 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 legally, they may not even be legally should be on the land it, itself, or legally be saying that they own the land because there's no document that proves that they actually were awarded the tender or accepted the type of work. Accepted the tender. They're talking about is is really desktop type work. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're probably not on it. Uh, but I, I honestly don't know what the accommodation there uh, is, Doc. We we, yeah. we don't go there because of the, the legal situation. We just yeah. have been advised not to uh, not to aggravate the situation, if you will. <laughs> so we've been very. Uh, yeah. I think we've been very patient and 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 hopefully quite mature in the process. But honestly, if this nonsense nonsense keeps up, maybe the mouse is going to roar. Just stay tuned. Yeah.
Yeah, it 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 just seems pretty logical to me. I'm I I usually follow the Occam razor. You know, the simplest and most direct solution is usually the correct one. When you have the people in power who make these decisions all saying there's crimes and that the tender should be revoked, then that seems like what's going to happen. When you have massive amount of people being charged, and you had like the president of CEPI fired from his job and now charged. Um, you know, uh, yeah. So, um, as far as uh, timelines, any update as far as, cause I know that there's two separate things going on for people. There's the administrative court, there's meeting to review the tender because of all these crimes and irregularities, uh, within the tender that shouldn't have been passed round one, two, and then awarded. And then separately, there is the criminal case, which deals with criminal law, which would affect also the tender because of a crime is committed then the tender is automatically voided because that's the law and goes to the next qualified bidder, which is Amarita. So the administrative court is meeting now. They leapfrogged the criminal court uh, and said, we're going to open it and review it. So do you have uh, any kind of timeline that you're thinking? I know Claris has in their report, they're looking for uh, a resolution by the end of this quarter, by the end of the year. But that, that's Claris's uh, opinion. Yeah, so what I can say about that, the... When, when we filed the, the complaints almost seven years ago now, we filed complaints both in the administrative court and the criminal court. The administrative court defers to the criminal court because the criminal court does a full police investigation and, and it's, it's just a much more in-depth process. Um, we received correspondence from the administrative court uh, about a month ago now, mm-hmm. basically stating that they they are going to proceed and and resolve the case that's before them um, on on a I wouldn't say an expedited basis, but promptly, whatever that means in, in the terms of a court. I don't think it's it, you know it's not like. It's not like you're waiting for your order at A and W. It's it's not that prompt, but it's 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 before the court, um, right? And they, they the the implication based on the advice we've received is that they have enough information from the police investigations and from the rulings of the other courts, the both the the uh, local court and the, and the appeals courts that they can proceed with their determination. Um, we know what the, those rulings are, that you know there has been crimes committed, et cetera, and, and all of those courts have unequivocally stated that the other bid should have been disqualified. It was illegal, did not meet the minimum requirements of the, the tender. Right. Uh, and in fact, a number of the charges relate to the fact that the panel allowed that bid to proceed even though it should have been disqualified. Right. That's, that's part of the crime that's committed. So I'm not going to try to second guess what the administrative court would rule, but all the advice that we have been given is that it would be completely unimaginable that the administrative court would come up with a ruling that contradicts the criminal court with a public police investigation. So that's the first thing. Um, we don't think there's going to be a lot of mystery there. And council feels the fact that they were reached that they reached out with this is it's something that 
should be resolved by the end of this year. Excellent. Uh, I've been wrong on pretty well every time on the timing for court <laughs> rulings. So just yeah. well, take that with a, a note of caution. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, uh, for those who follow me closely my my thesis investing in this company isn't hung around you being awarded as Collier in the next few months my original thesis sometime between now and you know in the next year is perfectly fine with me two years even because of the value of ibw on its own like this circling back to that where you've got 1500 meters of strike at least 400 meters of depth Average width of five meters at a, a three point five uh, density factor. Um, you know, you you get to about twelve million tons at La Infanta at that grade. That's twelve billion. Then you've got Romanera, which uh, you uh, so far the the EM survey that you've done looks to me that the strike is being extended almost doubled. Plus the conductor plates there are shown going below 500 meters, which adds another 150 meters at depth. Maintaining that grade and the average width there, that deposit's gonna be worth 8 billion. So there's 20 billion. And then Alcura, which is who knows, like historically that place lit up. It's got, you know, multiple lenses that historically from various mine shafts that were intersected at 90 meters of depth. The ore pile that was assayed next to uh, one of these historical workings came in at $2,300 a ton, polymetallic rich in copper, silver. So, and historically, Rio Tinto had found about, put together about 2 million tons there. This is uh, non-43101. This is me saying this. This is also what is in uh, historical documents which I've posted in my research. So you add it all up, you're looking at, you know, 24 to 30 billion on IBW before you even include the other uh, the other new land packages. And you put a 7.5% in situ multiple on that, you get to 2 billion just for that which is in in Canadian dollars, the current market gap, that's like a 4X from here. That was always my thesis, that that on its own is gonna be worth a lot more than the current, regardless of what happens with Asna Collier. Then, then you get Asna Collier, that's how you get to my 4 billion very quickly as a base, as a floor for anyone who wants to buy this company in the future. This is all my point of view. I know you can't comment on that. But, no, I, but but I will just but but leave that to you. Yeah, but but you know, and then then I like where you could go on with it. Yeah, but and then and then you have the the tremendous upside of the Nuevo uh, Tintilio package, which is sandwiched between the largest uh, massive sulfide deposit in the history of mankind and Asna Collier, right? Uh, so so there, there's so much upside there. Uh, I guess. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, I've taken up a lot of your time. I just want to revisit the capital structure real quick, I guess. So how, how are you guys uh, set for cash now, pretty much? Oh, we're still, we're still the same, honestly. The, 25 the million, are, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there warrants have been coming in at just a very orderly pace. Um, I mean, obviously, we had a little bit of a, a little bit of um you know, a downdraft because we've got some free, free trading stock coming up next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I speculate on what that was, but I suspect, you know, that's mostly. Uh, 
Well, I think the combination of the news, the, the fake news, and then the people are, people try to game the market. They go, oh, uh, the uh, private placement is coming out of lock. Uh, I should maybe sell and try to buy back cheaper or something like that. But the thing is, most people, that placement, is my opinion, it all went into institutional funds. Institutional people are not dumb. If they're going to sell, they, they would just short it beforehand and then just cover with the shares when they come at a lock. They don't, they don't dump money on the, uh, like millions of shares yeah. on the open market. And well, there as, was a rumor going around that we were going to do another private placement. I can, I can clear that up that that's, we're not looking for a private placement right now. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got over 25 million. Up, so. Yeah, plus there was another two. There was a uh, glitch here in my um, recording program. So uh, this resumes in approximately 20 seconds. We'll pick right back up with Dave. Um, we were just talking about uh, the shareholders and and how great they are and uh, the runway of cash that they have to develop with. Because um, I do yeah, stay. We have some great shareholders in this company. I got to yeah. say, they've been very supportive. So. Yeah, yeah, and I try to stay in touch with the 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 key ones so that we do have uh, <laughs> you know certain amount of leverage uh, should should a bid come in uh, that the uh, you know I I'm I'm a pretty uh, pretty vicious when it comes to negotiation so um, you know that sort of thing. So that, that's good. So share structure uh, is good. Treasury is good. Uh, expanding IBW, more drills coming in, cleared up the fake news BS that was floating around. And uh, yeah, I good. I, 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 it's Friday, Friday night. So thank you for your yeah. time. Enjoy the weekend. Great. Well, you too. <laughs> uh, thanks. Thanks, David. And uh, uh, look forward to hearing more uh, in, in the near future. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Good way to end the week. Take care.